Episode. I'm Rob Cousinaw. I'm Cordelia Grant. Tom Bestie here. And we're joined by our engineer, Josh Cousinaw. Hello. So we're talking about Joe's apartment that we watched last week. We're going to let you know what we thought about that, about what people thought about it at the time. And we're going to tell you what we're going to be watching next week. Uh, so let's get it started, Tom. Oh, you want me to start? I would love to hear your thoughts on, on Joe's Apartment, MTV's first film made in 1996 starring Jerry O'Connell. I've seen this movie before, um, and I don't remember a whole lot of it. So I don't, I, like, again, I don't, I don't recall. I don't recall a lot. Um, you saying the sound in the background? Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, I thought it was, oh, yeah, hold on, I, I got to restart. Okay, all right. Uh, okay. Do you want to do you want to fast forward and see if there is a, an after the credit sequence? Because I believe. Wait, wait, hold on. Let's just break the third wall. Hey guys, we're recording the fucking mini episode <laughs> right after the last episode, <laughs> so you're gonna hear some singing from Roach in the background. Tom, I apologize for interrupting you. Go on, sir. So, so I've seen. So, Rob, um, uh, I've seen this movie before. I've seen it before, and um, I don't remember. I think I've seen it in passing. Maybe I was doing something at the time. Because I don't remember a lot about it. Um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's some musical numbers. Um, so I mean, whatever. And they were they were very entertaining. And um, I'm not I'm not completely. I may have alluded in the in actually watching this movie during the actual watching of this film um, that I may not be a fan of musicals. I am. I am, you know, it's fun and everything. And I've mentioned in past episodes, I'm not into camaraderie. I'm still not. Um, but it was still, I, uh, these characters were actually, you know, kind of relatable. Um, Joe, Joe is, uh, Joe is a, you know, country in the big city, you know, um, just trying to make it big, start a, start a life in, 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 in what he, what, you know, he probably felt was a new opportunity. Um, finds himself, you know, with uh, finding new friends, new characters. It's 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 a very it's a very warm feeling. Um, and the the movie was uh, was very very uh, was a lot more fast paced than I thought it was. Um, I thought it was very uh, uh, you know uh, I think it was funny to the point. I give it a total of. <laughs> Seven stars. Oh, Seven stars dang. for Joe's apartment. Yeah. That's great. That's great, Tom. Uh, you know what? You want to go next, Cordy? Sure. Yeah, I just thought it was a fun movie. I mean, I feel like a lot of movies in the 90s, um, even the not big blockbusters, just kind of had this fun feeling to them. Um, you know, it wasn't even like there was strong development of the characters. It was just more, let's make movies to have fun and just to do it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going to give it six stars. I loved it. Six stars. Yeah. Six stars. Well, how was our, how was our um, description of it for oh, you? Yeah, I've never seen this movie. Uh, what's funny is that I own this movie, but I've never seen I, it. I feel like <laughs> to reiterate that Cordelia is uh, 100% blind. 100% and... Um, so, um, describing the film as it's, uh, as it's going is, uh, kind of pivotal, po possibly a very, a very, very pivotal, um, part of, uh, uh, uh watching film. I mean, she could hear what's going on. She could hear all the dialogue, but, um. For sure. And I mean, like this time of making movies in the nineties, it 
everything is explained. Like all the action movies that you watch in the nineties, it's all laid out. They speak, they speak what they're doing. <laughs> like right. now we're fighting these guys and we're about to go into the badlands to fight more guys. And you're like, Oh, I guess I don't need to see this movie. Yeah. I think there's a subtlety in filmmaking that got discovered Yeah, in like, the late nineties, early two thousands that you so see funny. more of now where there's a lot like these longer slow build sequences where yeah. there's less um, dialogue driven. Oh yeah. Stuff like, now, going on. Now I don't know anything that's going on when I go to the movie theater to see new movies. I'm like, oh, there's there's barely like dialogue and a lot of it's visual. But yeah, I mean, 90s just explains everything. Yeah. Um, so Joe's Apartment. This is a movie I, I know I probably saw when I was younger, but I don't really have any memory of it. I loved this film. I loved the style of it. I loved the wardrobe choices, the way it was shot. I thought the roaches were fun and funny. I liked the musical numbers. Um, there's, you know, a few things that don't age great in it, but what, you know, that's going to be everything from this era. So, you know, you, you got to let a little bit of it go or at least be understanding of it. It's really, um, I really loved the way it was shot. The director did a fucking great job. Joe was sort of a hollow character, but I didn't care. Jerry O'Connell did great with what he had. Um, I love the artist characters. Ridiculous. I love the idea of that MTV generation that was being made then that was so corny and so MTV that even MTV was like establishing this idea where like the irony is sort of lost. You don't know what's ironic and what's really happening at this era, right? Like right. like with these people that MTV is proposing, like this artist character that's such an obscene and ridiculous character, but it must be based off of someone who's that ridiculous. Right. And you see him all the time. So I'm going to give this film eight stars. Wow. Eight stars. Eight I really stars. liked it a lot. And just so you guys know, as our viewers, we do, uh, each one of us gets up to 10 stars to rate viewers, listeners, <laughs> each one of us gets up to 10 stars to rate a film, a uh, perfect score of 30 stars between the three of us. So what did we end up with? It was six, six, eight, seven, and seven. Josh, what's that add up to? <laughs> You're the mathematician. 21. 21 stars 21. for Joe's apartment. That's wow. pretty fucking that's, good. That's the highest one, I think. So we know what we thought about it. So let's check in with our good friend Roger Ebert and see what Roger thought about it. You guys ready for what Roger thought about Joe's apartment? Let's do it, Roger. He gave it one star. We still don't know out of how many. We're yeah, still we unsure. still don't know this. <laughs> because we haven't seen him rate anything particularly I'm guessing well. five. I'm hoping it's five. I think four. So Roger Ebert says, I am informed that 5,000 cockroaches were used in the filming of Joe's apartment. That depresses me, but not as much as the news that none of them were harmed during the production. What a fucking tick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do not like roaches. It's so and low. I wonder if they were like themselves. I wonder if they even like themselves. Although it was said that after a nuclear holocaust, they would inherit the earth, my guess is they would still scurry out of sight even when there was no one left to see them. Joe's apartment would be a very bad comedy, even without the roaches, but it would be not a disgusting one. No, wait, I take it back. Even without the roaches, we would still have the subplot involving the pink disinfected urinal cakes, not everybody's cup of tea, my standards are not inflexible. There is a scene in Train Spotting, another recent released film, which we'll probably have to watch. Great film, by the way, but it's just brutal. In which the hero uh, dives headfirst into the filthiest toilet in Scotland. And I actually enjoyed that scene. Uh, you would have to see the movie to understand why. But we arrived at a, at a tender little scene in Joe's apartment where the roaches were tugging at his eyelashes to wake him up. I easily contained my enthusiasm. The movie is a feature-length version of a 1992 short film made by John Payson. Less is more. The idea of singing Dancing Cockroaches Cockroach Buddies can easily be explored in all of the manifestations. I am sure in the film, much briefer than 80 minutes, 
which is how long Joe's apartment runs, illustrating my principle that no good film is too long and no bad film is short enough. Wow. So he fucking hated this movie. He fucking hated it. Um, Do you think it's because he's old and this is kind of like a younger kid's movie? I think it's partially that. I also think the style that was done in this right. film is yeah. prob- was probably not appreciated as much in its day that I, I can watch it now and see the influence. I mean, it felt like I, Sam Raimi directed some of those scenes. It was awesome. I feel I feel it was very, um, you know, commercially kind of style anyway. And like Robert, Robert Eber was saying, um, like uh, in the trivia in IMDb, it's saying that it was, they reiterated it was based on a 1994 short by the same name aired on um, MTV during commercial breaks. Um Another thing they said is that the CGI scenes were um, filmed using the same graphic effects engine from Jurassic Park and Terminator 2. So. And that, really? That, that makes sense. They yeah. look great. And those two films still look great. And I still I still think, I think we're, we're right to say, we're both right to say that um, it was both, you know, probably stop animation, whatever. Not that it's important, just, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely stop animation. I saw the credits. They had like a uh, stop animation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the cockroaches weren't animated at all. They were both. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think they were mostly CG when they were interacting with people directly, and then they were probably more stop motion when they were interacting okay. with things around the apartment. Yeah, when they were popping out of uh, products and whatnot. So this movie, we know how we thought of it uh, as an age. We know what people thought about it back then. So what are you guys' guesses as far as percentage? We're talking Rotten Tomato. Let's for start with uh, for, now. for now. Well, the overall, it's just kind of how it's aged is kind of where Rotten Tomatoes is at. So... Um, what do you guys guess for a uh, tomato meter? That's the critics or that's an audience score? Right? Yeah, the tomato meter. I'm giving it a forty-two, and the audience is probably probably thirty. Okay, both forty. Josh, get a guess. Uh, I'm going to say that the critics are at a fifteen percent, and that the audience is going to be about it. I'm going to say seventy. Okay, so uh, critics are 19%, and the audience at 42%. Uh, this movie is not well-received okay. on either end, which is interesting to me. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed this fucking movie. I thought it was great. Would you watch it again, Rob? Uh, yeah, I would watch this again. I'd make Sitara watch it. I think she'd like it, too. She'd Fair fucking enough. hate it. She hates insects. She would, I, I take that back, actually. She would fucking hate this movie. I think it's great. Uh, this movie would bum her out a great deal. I don't think, you know, I, I think it was, I think it was, like, really messy and kind of, like, um... Not gory. What, what am I trying to? It's repulsive looking. Yeah. But it's not that repulsive looking where I felt like I had a, you know, um, uh, you know, I felt like I was going to lurch or something, you know, like I, I wasn't like uh, chewing it back or anything because of any of the scenes. Um, yeah. There is definitely like a, a lost 90s gross out genre that was a thing. Remember? <laughs> yeah, There'd be like yeah. shit that's just gross as fuck, like toys. And I loved right. all that shit when I was a kid. Double Dare, Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Pick yes. the nose and pull the yeah. flag out. Yeah. Like that kind of shit. That kind of shit doesn't really exist anymore. And, and, and it definitely still, you know, as an adult, like I still definitely like connect, reconnect with that kind of stuff. So for sure. I yeah. feel like that like never really left my, de- like I never developed out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I feel like it definitely reflects in a lot of my paintings too. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know what else I would say to this too is like MTV, uh, this is an MTV film. It's MTV's first film. So, uh, MTV had a real big influence on me, uh, in my work and what I do. Like, I mean, those bumpers between things, you know, all those old Nickelodeon cartoons that like were produced by the same, uh, companies. Like it was definitely like those, those bumpers and the, and the gross out stuff and the taxi cab guy screaming in your face, like that kind of stuff 
I thought it was the coolest when I was a kid. I didn't even have cable until I was like 16 or 17. So to me, I was like, you know, that shit really connected with me to be like, oh man, this is what cool is. Oh, of course. And I don't know if it really was what cool was. I guess it was. Like, I'm to be kind of defined it, but it was those little detail things that I, like, kind of latched onto. No, yeah. for sure. I mean, me too. I didn't grow up with cable, and, you know, whenever you got a chance, you, like, ate it up. Like, like Double Dare, sing Double Dare? Yeah. Like, whenever, give me all of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whenever we go to my grandma's house up North Shade yeah. Cable when we were kids, I'd be like, wait till all the adults leave and watch as yeah. much Beavis and Butthead as yeah. possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, something cool that I wasn't allowed to have, so for when sure. I got it, it was, like, a big deal, and I don't know. The max. <laughs> this film definitely um, connected with that in me. That's great. Um, so yeah, Joe's apartment was great. Uh, next up, what do we got up next week? Are we gonna do the Mighty Ducks? I think we're gonna do the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Hey guys, should we start doing plugs like towards the end? Yeah. Cool. You guys can check out my Instagram page, Blind Artist C Period Grim, and check me out on Facebook, just Cordelia Grim. Next. Awesome. Yeah, you're not gonna plug your tattoos. Um, plug your fucking Insta. Yeah, no, I just look plug up my shop. name. He'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to check out some of my work, go to uh, getsuperad.tv, uh, and that can guide you to anything you need to know about the work I'm doing. And thanks so much for listening. Send us your questions or comments at vhsplayback at gmail.com, and we may respond in an upcoming episode. Again, our email is vhsplaybackpodcast, all one word at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye. See y'all next week on VHS Playback. Playback.